Pastor Michael E. Tan. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tan, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or a teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eaton. That's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem or through our Women of Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the world. glad that you are here in the household of the Lord tonight and we pray that tonight will be a blessing for you as a result of you coming to the house tonight we pray that it would something will be said to encourage you and inspire you in your walk with the Lord amen amen Bethlehem <laughs> Let's do that again. <laughs> Bethlehem. Get it right. Amen. We're going to get it right in 2013. Amen. And one of the things that we're going to get right is we're going to get to working on the vision that the Lord has given us for this church. And if we believe that God has called us to do it, it's time to do what? To do it. Amen. Amen. To get it right. Amen. Amen. And this is our thing. First Peter chapter four, verse 17, where God says, uh, for the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. The time has come for judgment to begin at the household of the Lord. And as God is judging us this year, we want to be judged right. Amen. In other words, we want to get it right. Amen. Amen. This month, we're going to be continuing with that theme, and we're going to get it right in ministry. Get it right in ministry. And uh, we're going to be challenging and prayerfully equipping, particularly our leaders, along with everyone else, uh, about how and what we need to do to get it right in ministry, to get it right in ministry. And all month, we're going to be looking at Luke chapter 22, verse uh, 27. Uh, for who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? It is not the one who is at the table, but I am among you as one who what? Serves. As one who serves. And if we're going to get it right, particularly as leaders, uh, we have to have a servant mindset. Because Jesus took the, 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 the position or the place of a servant. And if Jesus had to serve, then guess what? Then we have to serve. Amen. Amen. And, and that should be our mindset, particularly as leaders, is that we should have a servant mindset. There are no big eyes in the church. Hello, somebody. Uh, there's nobody with an influential position in the church if we all are servants. Hello. And uh, and, and we're going to be looking at that all month long. And also we're going to be challenging those who don't have a ministry uh, to get involved in the ministry. If you're not serving in a ministry somewhere, uh, we pray that God will lead you to 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 get it right in that area, because, again, you were saved to serve. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. Or, neighbor. or neighbor, I'm saved, I'm saved. To, serve. to serve. Amen. So we're going to be talking about that all month, getting it right in ministry. Uh, but tonight we're going to be talking about getting it right in your heart, getting it right in your heart. And we're going to be looking at Matthew 22, 
verses uh, 34 through 40. Matthew 22, verses 34 through 40. And um, I believe it's three slides. It's in your handout. Let's read this out loud together at the same time on three. One, two, three. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. You may be seated in the household of the Lord as tonight again we're going to be talking about getting it right in your heart. Getting it right in your heart. And we're going to talk on around three points. We're going to talk about the law of love. We're going to talk about the love of love. And we're going to talk about the lead of love. And we want Christians to know tonight that Christians should love the Lord with all their hearts. Christians should love the Lord with all their hearts. Christian leaders should love the Lord with all of their hearts. And we're talking about leaders this month because we're going to install leaders um, on the 27th, which is the last Sunday of the month. And we want you to be prepared to serve the Lord in even greater ways than you have in your past. Amen. And if you're going to serve the Lord, number one, you got to get it right in faith. We talked about Sunday. You can't lead a, a Christian faith organization without having faith. And, and we want to make sure that all of our leaders are, are right in faith. Um, but also we want to make sure that all of our leaders are right in their heart, are right in their heart. As we're talking about getting it right tonight. And a good illustration of someone who loves the Lord with all of their heart is a man who's also known for his faith. And, and his name, and we call him Father Abraham, Father Abraham. And God had gave Abraham a command uh, that he sacrifice his son Isaac. And many of you know the story behind that. God prophesied to him or told him that he would have a son at age 75. Uh, but he didn't have that son until 25 years later when he was 100 years old. Hello, somebody. And God noticed that he, he, he loved that boy so much that he had to put him to a test. He had to put him to a test because, because God uh, will not allow anybody to take first place other than him. My brothers, keepers, we talk about keeping Christ at the forefront or keeping Christ number one in our lives. Because God, he, 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 he will not allow you to have anything that you love greater than him. Hello, somebody. And maybe that's what God is doing with us at Bethlehem is to, to testing our Isaacs. Hello, somebody. Challenging us to sacrifice our Isaac. And, and most people don't realize when God had told Abraham to sacrifice Isaac, he really wasn't a, 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 a child. He was, a, most theologians believe he was a young man because Sarah gave birth to him at 90 and she died at, at the age of 127. Hello, somebody, which made him a young man. In other words, he had spent a lot of time with his son. And his son now was a young man, and, and he loved that boy. But God challenged him to sacrifice his son, and because Abraham loved God so much, it didn't take him long to do what God said. Hello, somebody. If you love the Lord and he commands you or tells you to do something, it won't take you long to do anything. 
Hello, somebody. Ooh, let me say that again, because we could probably get that building built in four months as opposed to a year if we get started. When you love the Lord so much and he tells you something to do, it won't. If you love him, it won't take you long to do it, even if it's that, 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 that one thing that you love the most here on earth. You'll sacrifice it because of your love for God. In other words, you love God with all of your heart. With all of your heart. And that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Getting it right in your heart. Because a, a, a lot of folk around the church, they, 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 can, they can understand the law of love. In other words, they, they can relate more to the law as opposed to the love of God. See, because in this text, Jesus had to rebuke some, some and for lack of a better word, he had to rebuke some church folk. Hello, somebody. Who, who had got the laws down, but they didn't know how to treat people. Hello, somebody. Uh, they knew the, 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 the laws, of, and, and, and as a matter of fact, they added stuff to the law uh, to, to make them seem more holy. Hello, somebody. And they had the audacity to try to test Jesus. Hello, somebody. Jesus ain't somebody that you test. Jesus is somebody that you sit at his feet and you listen. Hello, somebody. And you know whether a person has pride or not. And I see young preachers doing this all the time. They're in a room full of older preachers and they're the one doing the talking. Hello, somebody. Now, when I get in the presence of an older minister of the Lord, you won't hear me say much because I'm trying to listen. I'm trying to get as much as I can from the wisdom that they have to offer. And in this text, we have some folk who, who are religious folk. They, 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 they love the law as opposed to loving the Lord. Hello, somebody. They love the law as opposed to loving the Lord, and they had the audacity to test Jesus. Oh, and, and, they, and, and this is what they did. And, and 35, it says, and, and of them, an expert of the law, test him with this question. Hello, somebody tested him with this question. You testing Jesus. Uh, don't you know that Jesus is the one that tests you? It, it don't go the other way around. Hello, somebody. But, but, but the question was in verse 36, teacher, which is the greatest command in the law? Hello, somebody. Uh, he was trying to test Jesus and trying to get Jesus to stumble up with the questions that he had to, to answer him. And, 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 and Jesus said, oh, and, and 37, Jesus replied, love the Lord your God. With all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind. He was trying to get, and you see this in the, in the New Testament, they always tried to stumble Jesus up. They always tried to catch, catch him. Uh, uh, oh, and, and, but Jesus uh, um, did not come, oh, uh, for the law, but he came to fulfill the law and, and he changed the law into love. Hello, somebody. And whenever you get some folk that don't know the Lord, they always come up with laws. Hello, somebody. Uh, we have uh, the Bible, uh, the Bible itself, but yet we want to have other stuff. We want to come up with our own church covenants. Hello, somebody. Hey, you don't need no church covenant. If you got the law of the Lord, hello, somebody. You you don't have to come up with something new. Uh, you, you got the, 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 the Lord. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. We attempted to allow the law to really take away our love. And you're tempted. And, and, and what we're trying to do this month is not we're not we're not trying to lay down the law for the leaders. What we're trying to get the leaders to do is to just obey the word of God. Hello, somebody. Don't you know if you're a leader, there are certain things that are required of you. If, if you are a leader, 
Hello, somebody. And we don't want to make up laws. I, I'm tempted to make up laws. You, you can't sing in the choir unless you go to Sunday school. Hello, somebody. That's another law to add on. You, 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 you. <laughs> Hello, somebody. You, 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 you. Uh, you can't stand on the door unless you're in Sunday school or Wednesday night. You, you can't do this if you don't do this. And, and you're tempted to lay down laws. Oh, really, because people are not obeying God's word. Hello, somebody. But we, this month, we don't want to lay down laws. We want you to get your heart right. Hello, somebody. Let me say that again. We, we, we don't want to lay down other laws. Oh, and you know, I'm tempted to lay another law down. If you're not giving 10%, you can't do nothing in the church. You can't sing in the choir. Can't preach a sermon. Can't stand on the door. Hello, somebody. You laying down another law. Well, just why don't we just obey the first one? Hello, somebody. Why, why don't we decide to, to, to instead, of, instead of having to do all these other laws and requirements that, that you have to do, why don't you just do what God says? Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. or neighbor, do what God says. Hello, somebody. So we don't have to come up with all these other laws. Hello, somebody. Another law would be you can't worship in the new sanctuary if you didn't give. Hello, somebody. Because <laughs> the ones that didn't give be the first ones to walk up in the door. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. No. <laughs> I don't want to lay down laws. I just want us to get our hearts right. Hello, somebody. Uh, Bethlehem, in your heart. Get it right in your heart. Luke chapter 11, 46 says, Jesus replied, and you experts in the law, woe to you because you load people down with burdens that they can hardly carry. Hello, somebody. And you yourselves do not lift one finger to help. Hello, somebody. So, so we don't want to lay down the law on the leaders. We just want the leaders to get their hearts right. Hello, somebody. Let me say that again. We, we don't want to lay down the law on the leaders and come up with new laws. We just want leaders, uh, oh, to get their hearts right. And when you get your heart right, uh, oh, then uh, you can get your love right. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Or, or that is a reflection of who you really love. Who do you love? God put Abraham to a test. He posed the question to, to Peter, do you love me more than these? You're popping off at the mouth. Hello, somebody. Before this, after you uh, denied me three times and he went, went back to him and said, hey, do you love me more than this? And God is trying to put us to a test. Do you, Bethlehem, love me more than these? Hello, somebody. Do, do you love me more than the Isaac in your life? What is the Isaac in your life? The Isaac in your life could be a child. Hello, somebody. The Isaac in your life could be a husband or a mate. The Isaac in your life could be money. Hello, somebody. The Isaac in your life could be your career. Oh, and you do everything that you can Oh, to satisfy this career, this person, this child. But God is putting us to a test uh, this year, and he wants us uh, to get it right. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. or neighbor, or neighbor. Get, it right. get it right. And you get it right in love. You get it right in love. You get it right in love. Jesus told him, these people of the law who was concerned about the law, he was looking, uh, they were looking for him to, uh, to, 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 and he did a little something new. He said, Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. Hello, somebody. And if we want to get it right as a church, this is it. This is it. Uh, Sunday was the secret about faith. Uh, this is the secret about love. And if you love God, you will love him with all of your heart. 
nothing. Hello, somebody. We talked about Sunday about those diligently seeking him. And, and some of you, I know I'm speaking to uh, uh, proverbially the choir tonight because uh, you decided to be here uh, in the rain. And, and that's a good thing. You didn't let the rain stop you. You decided to, to be here because you wanted to get it right in the new year. And if you're going to get it right in the new year, you've got to get it right in your heart. And you've got to place God as number one. He wants everything about you. He wants your heart. He wants your soul. And he wants your mind. And if you want to, and if you get it right for the Lord, you've got to give him everything, not just your heart. Oh, you've got to give him your soul, which represents your life, which means what you do away from here when you walk out of this place. Do you still love him? Are you living a lifestyle? Or do you have a good old test, uh, uh, new uh, uh, old, uh, old King James language? Do you have a good conversation? Which means a manner of life. Oh, if you're going to get it right, you got to get it right in your heart. You got to get it right in your soul, in your life. You've got to leave here and be a, a good example of who God has called you to be as a Christian. Folk have to oh, begin to uh, begin to mistake you for being Christ. Hello, somebody. Or at least mistake you for having spent time with Christ. Oh, can you be mistaken? Do you have it right in your heart? Do you have it right in your life or your soul? Do you have it right in your mind? Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Don't you know the Bible said that we're supposed to bring every thought captive uh, oh, to the obedience of who? Of Christ. Even, you can't even think crazy no more. You got to get it right in your heart. You got to get it right in your life. You got to get it right in your mind. You can't even think crazy because some of us look holy, but we think, oh, hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Oh, to, to God, even the thought of it is open scandal in heaven. Hello, somebody. That's why he says if you look at a woman and you lust after her in your heart, hello, somebody, it's sin. If you get angry at your brother in your heart, that's like murder. God says he wants to get you right. Oh, in this new year, he wants to get your heart right, get your life right, get your mind right. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, her neighbor, get your heart right, get your life right, get your mind right. In Jesus' name, say to your other neighbor, neighbor, get your heart right, get your mind right, get your life right. In Jesus, slap your neighbor. No, don't hit him, don't hit him. <laughs> it's a snap out of this foolishness. Hello, somebody. Foolishness going on in the church. God says, I got, I'm, I'm going to get it right in 2013. And it's going to get right in the church. It's going to get right in the pulpit. It's going to get right in the pews. It's time for us to get it right because he's got other stuff that he'd like to do. He wants to cause revival in this place. But right now, because we don't have our love right, he can't send no new believers. He's send a new believer up in here, you'll end up cussing them and looking at them crazy and talking to them crazy because they don't look like you. They don't think like you. Oh, don't you know new believers don't know nothing about the church. And we're about to reach a generation that has not been raised up in the church. And many of us, we're here today because we were raised up in the church. Mama, mama them made us go to church. They don't come to church because God is adding to the church. Church, and we've got to be ready and right to receive them. We've got to have ourselves together. We can't be arguing, fussing, and fighting with one another. We got to realize who's on the team that we have. We're we're on the same team. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Her neighbor, you're on the same team. Don't argue with me. Don't fuss at me. Don't cuss me. Don't talk to about me. Oh, don't talk about me. Oh, oh, that homeland, don't talk about me. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. We're on the we're on the same team. Hello, somebody. If, if one of us fall, we're all falling. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. If one of us in trouble, we're all in trouble. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. We're gonna talk about uh, the world knowing we are Christians because of our love. Hello, somebody. 
And the commands tonight has to do with a, uh, a vertical and horizontal command. If we can, if we can get our hearts right uh, before God, then uh, we can get our relationship with one another right. Uh, and we've got to get uh, our hearts right uh, before God. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Deuteronomy 10, 12 says, Now, O Israel, what does the Lord your God ask you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul. And this is the requirements, especially for leaders, especially for leaders. This is our requirement. We shouldn't have to make new laws for you to be here at Wednesday night. Make new laws for you to be in Sunday school. Make new laws for you to be at Titus 2. Or make new law. No. If you love the Lord, this is what you'll be about. Now, O Israel, what does the Lord your God ask of you but to fear the Lord your God? To walk in his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all of your heart. To serve the Lord your God. And we're not only concerned this month about leaders and getting right into ministry, but we're concerned about every member because every member should have a ministry. Hello, somebody. Every member should be serving God in one way or another. The problem is, is that uh, a lot of times it's hard for our new members to join a ministry. They don't last long. Hello, somebody. They don't last long because uh, either they're not right uh, or like they should be before the Lord or those who are in the ministries are not right. Hello, somebody. But if we love God, surely we can love um, our, our brothers. If we love God with all our hearts, minds, and soul. We should be able to get along with anybody. Hello, somebody. Even, even our special members. Hello, somebody. You know, we got some special members. <laughs> I don't even have to explain it. Sounds like y'all already know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, they're special. Hello, somebody. And God requires more of you than them. Hello, somebody. It just, it just blows my mind. Somebody that don't have a mind driving folk with minds crazy. Hello, somebody. <laughs> somebody get that on the way home. <laughs> but if you love God, you can get along with anybody. If you love God, you'll serve regardless of, of, the, of, of what's going on. If God has called me to the choir and believe me, if I had a golden throat, I'd be in the choir. And guess what? Nobody could stop me. Hello, somebody. Oh, even if they didn't want me to lead a song that wouldn't stop me, I'd still be in the background harmonizing and sing. It wouldn't matter what's going on around or with other people. With the lead. It wouldn't matter. God called me to sing. And guess what? I'm going to sing regardless of all this other stuff that's going on. God called me. If God calls me, oh, to stand on that door. I'm going to stand on the door. I don't care how crazy folk look at me on Sunday morning. I don't care if they cuss me out. I don't care if I walk down the aisle and tell them to sit right here and they move over there. Oh, that ain't going to stop me. Hello, somebody. From serving in the household of the Lord. That will not say God called me to serve. Oh, and then that's why we got to get some folk that know who God is. Because if you know who God is, nothing will be able to stop you. If you know who God is, nothing will be able to stop me from deaconing. If you know God, who God is, nothing can stop me from preaching. If you know who God is, nothing can stop me from teaching that Sunday school lesson. Though the devil will come against me a whole week at a time to stop me from teaching that lesson. Nothing will stop me because I love the Lord with all of my heart, with all of my mind, with all of my soul, with all of my might. As a result, nothing can stop me. Hello, somebody. Give God a hand clap of praise. Up in here, up in here, up in here. 
I love him with all my heart and I walk in his ways. I love him. I serve him with all of my heart and with all of my soul. And it shows in the work that I do. I just don't do work. I do excellent work. I can tell whether somebody loves the Lord by the work that they do. Hello, somebody. I can tell whether a preacher loves the Lord by the way that he preaches. Oh, I can tell. Oh, by whether a deacon loves the Lord by the way he deacons. Hello, somebody else serves. I can tell. Oh, because it's going to be lavish. You're going to do it with all your heart. You're going to do it with all your mind. You're going to do it with all your soul. You're going to try your best to make it the best that it can be. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. That's giving God your best. Hello, somebody. When you, when, you, when you start dating your wife, hello, somebody, you gave her your best. You know you couldn't afford that five-star restaurant. Oh, but you took her there anyway. You looked at the menu and hoping that she didn't get the lobster for $50 you were taking. But if she got the lobster for $50, you was only going to have to get a salad for $5 because you couldn't afford. You was making. <laughs> you was making all the right sacrifices. Oh, to impress her because you loved her. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Do, do you love the Lord that much? Do you make all the sacrifice? Oh, do you really love him? Do you make the sacrifice? Do you love him? Do you give him 10% a dime on a dollar? Come on. That's God's minimum wage. You've heard me say it all the time. And But yet with that minimum wage, he says, bring all the tithes and offering oh, to the storehouse. Oh, so oh, there's other offerings. And we at Bethlehem, I wish I could make another law and say, you ain't going to leave. If you ain't giving 10%, hello, somebody, God's minimum wage. I wish I could do it. <laughs> I know it wouldn't be right. <laughs> but you know what I mean as I look at you cross-eyed. <laughs> How can you say you love your Lord when you don't have that area of your life right? That's, that's, that's what? What does that reflect? That area of your life. I'm looking for a word. What does that reflect? Okay, that too, but I'm looking for a word. What does that reflect? What does it reflect? It does that too, but I'm looking for an H word. What does it reflect? Yard! Hello! Hello, somebody! <laughs> it reflects your heart because where your what? Where your treasure are what? There your heart is also. So if you want to get your heart right, you got to get your money right. Hello, somebody. Oh, I said something. I said something. If I was a Sunday morning at the end of my sermon, I'm hooping now. Hello, somebody. I, I said something. I'm hooping now. And, oh, you got to get your, your money right. Oh, you got to get your money right. You got to get your money right. Oh, if you love the Lord, you got to get your money right. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. <laughs> I'm just having fun. I, I wish I could hoop, really, but I can't. <laughs> and when they say preachers hate on hooping because they can't hoop. <laughs> but I wish I could. But the word is right. Your money is a reflection of your heart. And we're talking about getting your heart right tonight. You got to love him with all your heart, mind, and soul. And you can't do it without getting your money right. Because it's a reflection of your heart. It's the love of love. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your Mind. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Lastly, but not least, least we keep you too long. The lead of love. And it says out of all these 
You know, that was more than Ten Commandments in the Old Testament. There were all kind of different laws. If you go back and read the, the book of Deuteronomy or Leviticus, it, it has all kinds of laws. Uh, the Ten Commandments were the cornerstone of those laws. And, and Jesus flipped the script and took it down to two. And, and, and the first one has to do with our relationship with God. And the second part of that had to do with our relationship with one another. Jesus said in verse 40, and all the law and the prophets hang on these two commands. All the laws and the prophet hangs on these two commands. So if you want to get your heart right and you need something simple for the new year, this is all you need. If you want to get it right in the new year, want to get it right as a leader, want to get it right as a man, you want to get it right as a woman, you want to get it right as a preacher, you want to get it right as a deacon, you want to get it right as an usher, you want to get it right as a leader, a Bible teacher, facilitator. If you want to get it right just as a regular member, um, you want to get it right as a new member, it's, it all hangs on, on these two. Hello, somebody. And the second part of that is in verse 39. Well, let's read 38. It says, this is the first and the greatest command. And verse 39 says, and the second is like it. And the second has to do with what? Loving your neighbor as yourself. Hello, somebody. Two commands to getting your heart right. If you truly love God, one person said, who is my neighbor? Hello, somebody. It says, love your neighbor as yourself. And for most folk who are who have it right in their heads, they can get this. But there's some folk who do self-harm and they, because they can't even love themselves. Hello, somebody. But 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 God is telling us that the way you treat yourself, treat your neighbor. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Treat them like you treat yourself. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Verse uh, Matthew seven and twelve says. So in everything. Do to others what you would have them to do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. You see, we got to get it right with God first. And then we got to get it right with our neighbors. You know, there's some folk that's, that have, have, have stuff on folk in here. Hello, somebody. Let me see. You, you got some dirt on them. You... You know how they really are. You know what they did 20 years ago, 30 years ago. And, and you holding, you, you, you're holding a grudge against them. And, and you come to church every Sunday, but you got a grudge against your brother. Hello, somebody. You got a grudge against your neighbor. Hello, somebody. If we want to get it right in the church, we got to start mending those kinds of relationships. Hello, somebody. If, 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 if your brother did something to you, what, what are you supposed to do? Hello, somebody. Go to him in private. Hello, somebody. Some folk, uh, I've seen it many times where you're mad at somebody and, and, and sometimes they don't even know that they did you wrong. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Because <laughs> cause that reverend didn't speak to me Sunday. He saw me. He saw me. He <laughs> if you got something against the reverend, come to the reverend in private. <laughs> I may say then I say, Oh, I'm sorry. I, my mind was somewhere else. I'm sorry. I didn't speak to you. I didn't see you. I'm sorry. Oh, I say you just so ignorant. I didn't want to say no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I just joking, just joking. <laughs> uh, 
we got to get our relationships right with one another, especially if we, I mean, that's how we got to get it right. Because God won't grow us if we can't treat one another right. Hello, somebody. As you hold a grudge against one person, guess what? You'll be holding a grudge against another. Hello, somebody. Because once you hold one, it's easy to hold another. Hello, somebody. We got to love God with all our heart, get it right in our heart. And then we got to get it right with one another. Leaders. Especially leaders. One of the most begrudging things is to have a leader go off on somebody. Hello, somebody. And it means a lot more for preachers and deacons. Hello, somebody. But if you do, you got to get it right. Ask for forgiveness. Or you're going to end up cursed. Hello, somebody. Uh, let me say that again. You, if you if you got a position, especially as pastor or deacon, and you do something wrong to somebody or in the presence of a child, you better ask the Lord to forgive you. And then you better go get it right with them. Because if you don't, God's going to get it right. Hello, somebody. You may wonder why you're going through what you're going through. You've come upon the God's judgment. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Uh, that's what that text talks about. Get, God gets it right at the household of the Lord first. Hello, somebody. We, 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 we got to get it right. Later, we're going to study the pastor's and deacon's duties, you know, and 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 and. and and we've got to get it right. We've got to live up to what God calls us to be and do. Hello, somebody. This is not a joke. This is not something to be played with fun. Even your leadership is it's not a joke. It's not a joke when, when you're up in the choir and you're singing. It's, this is a serious thing. You're a representation of who God is. And people must come and see you and they know you. Hello, somebody. What do you think it's like for somebody that's out in the world, don't know the Lord, come up here and he done, he look up in the choir and sing you at the club. Hello, somebody. <laughs> it's funny. It's ridiculous. I say, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's, that's a stumbling block. It, it's funny, but it ain't funny to the Lord. He- Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. They, they seek in the Lord and they and they saw you. This can be a controversial. At the casino. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Uh, you know, um, I just don't think it's a good witness for Christian folk to be at the casino, even in the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're supposed to have good buffets up in there, up in there. But for me, I don't go as the pastor of Bethlehem because it's not a good witness. Hello, somebody. H- hello, somebody. Yes. And, 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 and believe me, folk know you. You just don't know how folk know you. They really know you. They spot you. I can't go nowhere without somebody knowing who I am. I told my wife yesterday, if I go to Winniewood, people back in Powell's Valley get calls in. They, oh, we saw Pastor Eton in Winniewood. <laughs> it's news. Hello, somebody. <laughs> but, but don't you know? But don't you know? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You the same way. Deacon. Hello, somebody. Deacon. Hello, somebody, member of the church, leader, folk come and you standing up, smiling in the church. And they see that same smile when they see you at the strip joint. Hello, somebody. (laughs) Got to get it right. We got to get it right. We got to get it right. Come on now. Come on now. (laughs) Come on now, folk, people. Hello, somebody. You know why I don't have a little fish on my car? You know why? You know why I don't have a little fish on my car? So in the event that I do something wrong, 
<laughs> I may not be doing 55. I may not be doing 70. Hello, somebody. Because <laughs> the first thing they're going to look, they'll see that fish on your car and say, look at that person. Supposed to be a Christian. And she, and she cutting folk off and giving folk signs. Hello, somebody. You know them signs. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Come on now. We got to get it right. Come on now. We, we, we've got to get it right. Because God adds to the church. Let me say that God adds to the church. And if God is subtracting, it's time for us to look at something wrong. Hello, somebody. If God is subtracting and the devil is dividing, it, it's, it's time for us oh, to, to look at ourselves and to get it right. Hello, somebody. He, hello, somebody. He, hello, somebody. We've got to get it right. Come on, people. We are better than this. We, we're better than this. We're better than our behaviors. Hello, somebody. I know we can't be perfect. We won't be perfect. But, but, but surely we can do better than this. We can do better than this. We have to strive to do better. At least, at least we need to know that we are a public uh, illustration of who Christ is everywhere we go. And even what we do on the computer. Hello, somebody. Facebook. You see members in your church got pictures of strippers on Facebook. Hello, somebody. I mean, I'm like, Lord, what is this? Lord, come. Lord, God, Lord. Please, you should know this is a public forum. You should have enough sense to have some shame. Come on now. Yeah, or some fear. Hello, somebody. I was talking with other pastors and they said, man, now I'm becoming the Facebook police because they telling me what my members are doing on Facebook now. Hello, somebody don't have enough sense to know it's a public forum. Hello, somebody. That's like somebody standing looking at you in your house, in your window. Hello, somebody looking at what you're doing. Hello, somebody. <laughs> That's what it's like. I'm telling you. Looking in your window, you taking this private. You just there. <laughs> this gonna be funny. <laughs> you got everybody in the church. Sad morning, children. All that you're supposed to be uh, an example for. Hello, somebody. And you in a form. Why don't you go somewhere else? <laughs> Causing them to stumble. Come on now. Come on, church. Church, we've got to get it right. This is foolishness. This is not of the Lord. And the only way we can get it right is we got to get our heart right. You got to get our heart right. And we get our heart right, we get our life right. We get our, and we get our left right, we can, we, can, we can love one another. This place is supposed to be an illustration, an example of love. They should know we are Christians by our love, by our love for one another. Leaders, we, we've got to lead the way. We've got to lead the way. We've got to lead the way. Um, there was a text. I want somebody to to read out loud. Deuteronomy 10, 13. Deuteronomy 10, 12 says, Now, O Israel, what does the Lord your God ask of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul? Now, what does verse 13 say? Does somebody have it? Fear. 
for thy good. Don't you know if you obey the Lord, it'll bless you? There's a blessing in obedience. There's a blessing in obedience. If we get this right, and some of us are pretty blessed, but don't you know you could get more blessed? Don't you know one of the saddest thing about David's life is God said that he could have done so much more? Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. He said, I could, if that wasn't enough, I could have done so much more. I would have given it to you, but you cut the fool. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And, and many of us are, are pretty blessed in here. But God can do so much more. But in order for that to happen, we've got to get it right in our heart. We've got to get it right in our heart. I'm going to use this illustration, then we're going to pray. Um... I had never had really any serious health conditions. Um, but when you finally have a health condition that's serious, you notice the intensity of the people around you. It just, the levels of concern goes up and also levels of test go up. I, I had, to, in my younger days, I I had what was called a heart murmur and, and Boy, I had never been in so much pain since then. And, and, and my heart, and, and they, they, it was a heart condition, and, and they didn't just let me come to the hospital. I had to come and I had to stay. And I mean, they stuck me with all kinds of needles. And I was like, I think I got stuck 20 times. And I can't stand needles at all. I hate needles. Can't stand the the, the, the cold. Uh, I don't even like to describe it of, of a needle. Hello, somebody. I know there's somebody else out there just like me. <laughs> and, and they stuck me because it, you know this was a heart problem. This is a serious condition. It's a, a heart problem. And, and I was in serious pain. Serious pain. Oh, and I really, for the first time in my life, I said, "Shoot me," and really meant it. <laughs> Because I was in so much pain. I mean, the only way I could describe it was like every tooth in my head was like a toothache. Before then, I said a toothache was the hardest pain I dealt with. But it's like every tooth in my head was aching. And that's what it was like. And they knew it was a serious thing. But uh, I forgot what it it was. But it was something that was draining uh, down and, and causing my heart to... To, to murmur, uh, and I and I couldn't help but think that's that's what it's like in the church. When God sees that we have a heart condition and the situation changed, this is a serious thing, and we've got to take serious steps to, to get our heart right. Hello, somebody, because you're in so much pain, and you're probably causing pain for other folk to be around you. Hello, somebody. You know, I wasn't a good person to be around and never a good person to be around when I'm in pain. Hello, somebody. But I had to get my heart right. And God is saying, Bethlehem, it's, it's time for us. This is a serious condition. It's, it's time for us as a church and especially leaders to get our heart right. Bethlehem! Bethlehem! Shall we pray? Everybody that's able, would you please kneel? Would you please kneel? God can can hear you when you stand. God can um, hear you uh, even when you pray with your eyes open. But kneeling is always kind of a sign of humility. I bow before the Almighty God, and 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 and, and I'm going to start us out, and then I'm going to pause for us to pray and. And my prayer is that you will pray, number one, for us as a church. And if you really pray for us as a church, then you've got to pray for yourself. Those areas or that thing that is your Isaac, that you, that you, you've got to sacrifice it to the Lord to get your heart right. And you've got to be determined to get along with other people who are made in God's image. Hello, somebody. So as you bow, I'll pray, and then we'll pause for 
us all to pray. Father God, we come tonight, Lord, as a church, Father, in a new year, 2013, Father. Father God, you've put it upon our hearts to, to get it right in 2013, Father. And you say, Father, that judgment began in the house of the Lord. And, and Father God, we, we've come, Lord, as members and leaders of our church. And we, we, we sincerely, Father, want to get it right, Father. We want to be in the places that can equip us to get it right, Father. And we want to be the people that you've called us to be, that, that we might be able to Get it right, Father. And before we install leaders, Lord, I, I pray that this time will be a training, a, a, a training time for leaders, Lord, that, that they may take what they do for the Lord as serious as a heart attack, Father. In Jesus' name. And we as leaders, Lord, can love you, Father, with, with all of our hearts, with all of our souls, with all of our mind, Father. Oh, Father, we come tonight, Lord, first of all, just... I want to ask your father to forgive us, Lord. That's one thing that this teaching does tonight. It just it reveals and revelates to us, Lord, that, that there's some things, Father, that we're not doing right, Father. And tonight, Father, within our own mind, in the re inner recesses of our hearts, we, we want to sacrifice our Isaac tonight, Father. Because we want to show you, Father, that we love you more than even an Isaac, Father. We love you, Father, more that you deserve our everything, our all in all, Father. We, we love you, Father, more than a mate, Father. We, we love you more than our children. We love you more than our job, Father. We love you more, Father, than money, Lord. And, and Father, you're sharing with us that money is a great indicator of where our hearts are, Father. And, and Lord, help us to get it right in our hearts and in our money, Father, that we may give, Father, to uh, the program of God here, Father, and many, many times folk don't want to give because they don't think, oh, that we're doing things right, Father. But if, if we had a right relationship with one another, we could freely give, Father, like they did in, in the New Testament church in Acts, Lord, where they, they had all things in common, Father, because the Spirit of God was moving. And we're praying, Father, oh, that the Spirit of God will move in this place, uh, that you would put us, Lord, on one accord, Father, that, that we we would love you, Father, and that we would begin to love our neighbors, Father, as ourselves, Father. Who is our neighbor? Our neighbor, first of all, is, oh, our other members, Father. Those, oh, and there may be some that have done us wrong, but we did them wrong, Father. Help us, Lord, to get it right, Father, in our personal relationships with one another, with our personal interactions with one another, Father, that, oh, Father, that we may glorify you, that as a result of us getting it right here in the house, oh, of the Lord, there'll be a sweet aroma of love that will leave this place. Oh, and instead of that aroma of wickedness, oh, that we've been carrying, Lord, there'll become an aroma of love, Father, and that aroma will get the attention of those that don't know you, that aroma, oh, will get the attention of those that need the pardoning of your sin, that aroma will come to heaven, Father, and you can begin to add to the church, Lord, because you add to the church, Father. And, and as I said before, if, if there's a subtracting and a dividing that's going on, we can see that the devil is at work, Father, but the devil is a lie and we rebuke him, Father, from this church. We rebuke him, Father, from our individual lives, Lord. And, and we pray, Father, that we individually that make up the church here at Bethlehem will get it right, Father, in those areas, Father, that you're calling us to get it right, Father, in Jesus' Jesus name and Jesus name and Jesus name we need thee father oh we need thee right now Lord we we need thee father and we call on you tonight father we call on you tonight help us Lord to love your father to get our hearts right and to love your father with all our hearts minds and soul father father God I pause right now for you to hear cries of your people here. Hello again, this is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program, and before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. 
You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only Son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living King, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love, believe by faith that you've been born household of faith here at Bethlehem again we're at 311 North Dunbar in Falls Valley Oklahoma 55 miles south of Oklahoma City we'd love to see you in our services and if you're listening throughout the world listening throughout the United States Canada United Kingdom or even China we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible believing Bible teaching Bible living church where you can grow up and the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home, a baby born. Needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Tom, the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart, if, if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life. We just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. And he raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 
that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, State of the Arts Build, a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.